0: Hi and welcome to another episode of Conversation with a Chef. I'm Jo Ritty and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. I begin today by acknowledging the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional custodians of the lands and airwaves where this conversation takes place. Land which was never ceded, land where communities came together to eat seasonally, locally and without exhausting resources. I pay my respects to their Elders past, present and rising. Today I'm talking to Lewis Price at Hotel South Melbourne. Lewis has had a fairly cinematic life so far, at least I think he has. Picture this, Cornwall, a small town on the coast, a young guy spurred on by the stories told by Australians on their big O.E. in the UK. He dreams of adventure on the other side of the world and sets off to Byron Bay for a working holiday. Young guy meets young Melbournean girl, in Byron Bay for schoolies, romance and life-changing scenes ensue. Jump forward 14 years and fresh from a role as sous chef at Supernormal, Lewis is now head chef at newly renovated Hotel South Melbourne, which was built in 1854 and has hosted the likes of ACDC and Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Given the late summer Melbourne has been having, we did seem to talk about tomatoes quite a lot during this chat, (laughs) so it was particularly fitting that Lewis sent out a delicious heirloom tomato dish with whipped parmesan and basil for me to try after our chat. I also had grilled shark-based scallops with preserved lemon butter, and I can tell you that with a glass of rosé, this was the perfect choice for a Friday afternoon. And the end of the movie about Lewis? Well, we'll just have to wait and see. How are you? Nice to meet you.
1: How are you? Good, thank you. Awesome. Okay. We're good. I had a listen to a few of them. Did you? Yeah. Which which
0: ones did you listen Uh, to? I
1: listened to uh, Dan Briggs from... Oh yes. Yeah, Chin Chin. yeah, yeah, really nice. Yeah, and Diego, I used—I know Diego from Gimlet. Oh uh, yes. to, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, it's um, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah i Yeah, I I just want to make sure. I, well, I
0: always say it's um, it's very low fi it's very low tech, but I think yeah, no, no, like, no, the content's nice. No, <laughs> no, no, I like it. Yeah,
1: it's real. It's real. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and it's just, yeah, it's the content. The content. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm,
0: you know, I think I might have seen in the email. I'm genuinely interested. Like I love, I love hearing chef stories Fantastic, and um, yeah. That but I've got a fascination. I think. I've always loved hearing about um, hear, talking to people who are really passionate about what they do. Sure. And I think, um, yeah, honing in on one particular passion, like being a chef, mm. <laughs> has been really great. Yeah, yeah. fantastic.
1: Yeah. No, no, it's not just that you've done any, um Operational managers and things like that I saw, it. you know, like yeah, a, so a few, had a few yeah. mainly
0: chefs, but um, yeah. sometimes some other people as well, yeah. No, it's great, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah it's really interesting. So, did you have
0: much of a background in hospitality, or? Oh, look, you know, when I was at uni, I worked in mm. front of house. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> and I, but um, I suppose where it came from was that I had, um, I still have, a friend in Christchurch, where I am originally from, sure, sure. Um, who was a chef, and she'd worked in London, and then she came back to New Zealand, and... You know just the way that she always talked about food it mm. just made me think people need to hear this like it's really yeah. interesting but also just some of the the back about you know i think she worked in um pearl which may have been like Marco kia white's restaurant or, or maybe her boss knew mako White. it was all that kind of yeah, london yeah, scene yeah, thing yeah, yeah. and then just how hard it was for her as a woman <clears throat> head chef to come in and earn respect where sure, she had the feeling sure. that men can go in and they have to do something quite drastic to lose respect
1: yeah, yeah, that makes sense, yeah, absolutely, yeah, no, no, you're right, and yeah, I, definitely. And yeah. I
0: wonder if that's changed, I don't know. <laughs>
1: mm, yeah, I'd like to think so, but yeah, you know, there's always some, you know, backwards, old school, you know, like, sort of like any industry, I suppose, but, um, yeah, I like to think it's sort of evolving, definitely, for sure. Mm.
0: Yeah, and certainly along the well-being lines as well, which is something I like to talk about, but, um, so you've got an accent, Yes. Says she who has a really strong accent, but where, where are you from originally? Uh, I'm originally from
1: the UK, yeah, yeah I'm originally from the UK, so in southwestern Cornwall.
0: Okay.
1: So yeah, I've been here a while, I've been here 14 years now, but yeah, yeah, so yeah, grew up Cornwall, left, left Cornwall when I was 19. Okay. And came over here, the plan was never sort of stay forever, just sort of, you know, this sort of working holiday thing, and met my partner, and yeah, <laughs> you know how it goes, yeah, sort of, yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Beautiful. Amazing. Thanks. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah, came over, yeah, 2009, and uh, yeah, yeah just ended, my partner ended up staying. Already, that was kind of it. So had you
0: already started your sheep training?
1: Yeah, 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 so yeah, great. yeah, I mean, uh, so I did all my training back in the UK, and I uh, know it wasn't really, the plan wasn't ever really to sort of, yeah, I didn't really see a career in food, you know, oh. it was more just kind of, uh, Felt the right thing to do. Cornwall, uh, I don't you know like Rick Stein and Mm. that sort of yeah, sort of food. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So down there, it's um, you know, it's all sort of fresh local seafood and things like that. So it was um, yeah, it kind of made sense to sort of jump into you know as a sort of you know after school job. You know, sort of you know washing dishes as a fourteen year old and slightly work your way up to start. You know you know washing dishes and yeah, okay now you can make the mashed potato today okay cool, cool you can on the pans you can do a bit of service and yeah sort of evolve from there so you know kind of gave me a bit of flexibility at that age you know
0: and yeah. I guess it's good to travel with as well correct
1: yeah, yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah so yeah yeah flexibility is sort of yeah when I was young it's sort of what I wanted and that's the sort of plan really
0: and did you come straight to Melbourne
1: uh went to Byron Bay yeah yeah so uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah I worked with some Australians and then in St. Ives back home like in Cornwall and um yeah that was it yeah so I said oh you know, finishing school, finishing your know, training in that oh, why don't you come into to Byron Bay and do a working holiday thing and enjoy that and I was like, Yeah sure and that's uh it's great. You know, as a nineteen year old in Byron and <laughs> living. Wasn't it, yeah. it yeah was it a culture shock? Uh yes and no. I mean Byron had a lot of similarities in terms of like Cornwall was a sort of seaside town oh, and um you know it... I came on my own, but you know I was, it was, I was quite lucky. I had you know really you know people that I worked with, people that I knew, you know really friendly sort of people. So you quite quickly make friends and connections and things like that. So it was, um, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it was a little bit, I suppose. But yeah, like I think you don't really fear much when you're 19. You just kind of yeah. you know go with the flow and you don't know, think of the bigger picture sometimes, I suppose. And so yeah. I of it. yeah. And how long did you spend in Byron? Uh, I was in Byron for so I arrived October, so three months in Byron and then. Uh, I met my partner during that time, then a bit of time in Sydney, and then yeah, ended up coming down. She was from Melbourne, she was there holiday, and she was on her schoolies, like uh, end of school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty fun. So, uh, yeah, yeah, so she was visiting and yeah. Wow. Yeah. And
0: you're still together?
1: Correct, yeah, yeah engaged, yeah, engaged last year. Oh, so. congratulations. Thank you. Well, yeah. that's
0: a good story. Yeah. I've meeting someone on the schoolies, wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so. Um, yeah. Okay, so then
0: you came here. Correct, yeah. And obviously you, you were keeping up with hospitality because it was handy at the time. But yeah, what, absolutely. Yeah. What then made you stay, given that you didn't think it was going to be a good
1: big career? Yeah, uh, i didn't think I think it was a career, I didn't you know? Didn't see? I think then I was always saying you know, I wanted to go back and study and do something else, you know. And, you know I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do, but um, you know, I think i just you come to Melbourne and you're know, being from a small town, you know, which I know probably a population you know two thousand people or so, small. World, you come to Melbourne and the food scene's phenomenal, and you know, yeah, there's something really cool always happening. You know, I think it was sort of, you know, it was taken in by all the, the food scene basically, you know what I mean? And, you know, yeah, being in Cornwall, it was, you know, everyone was kind of similar, you know, it was, everyone was sort of doing similar food, you know what I mean? It was all, you know, centered out seafood and so now, you know, the ocean and fresh seafood. But, but there's so much diversity in Melbourne, it's just uh, exciting for like a you know, young 70s. I, mean, so I was sort of taken by the food scene here quite quickly, you know what I mean? And that's when I sort of, uh, you know, med you, know, you know, obviously my partner being really supportive, you know, i want to stay here, let's do this and yeah, give this a run. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's sort of what the go was.
0: Amazing. And so I know that you're at Super Normal, but Correct. where did you where did you start here?
1: Uh, I started at uh, St Kilda, so I started a restaurant in called the Coco's. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, spent five years there. Um, you know, Italian. Um St Kilda, you know, sort of sort of landed in there, so I was staying in sort of Alma Road so close by. Um, and yeah, just a super busy venue. It's one of those things you sort of oh I'm here and yeah, yeah, I mean the tasty food oh, you're and, drawn to the seaside obviously.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: correct. Yeah, yeah, St Kilda, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So yeah, it's sort of yeah, just, you know, manual sense without you know thinking too much about a career and that's what I, saw. So I saw, sort of sort of thought, Oh yeah, I'll give us place and yeah, stay there. And yeah, the food, you know super, super busy, relentless venue and it was uh, really fun, you know what I mean? You know, really hard working and it was great, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. And like stayed five years, you know, and like I said still have that flexibility, you know, working in a kitchen, you know, I can travel with my partner, you know, she we we're both quite young, so, you know, did a big stint in the US, you know, go for a few months or you know, go to Europe for a few months as well. Like we just sort of flexibility sort of was what I was wanting. Oh that's you know good. I mean, so, 20s, so you yeah. did those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah wow. I was able to travel, yeah. And
0: um, were they foody travels? Did you work over there or just No, no,
1: home? no work no, no, I mean it's sort of you know, three months we did eight
0: food though.
1: Correct, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Of course, yeah. Of course, yeah. And it's, it's, you know, we sort of have our, you know, I, my partner would sort of think of activities, I think of the food. So yeah, know, like, All right, let's let's check out this place. Let's try this. You know, what I mean so going to LA or spending, you know, we spent a month in New York, which is awesome. Like we loved and uh, really really cool city. And
0: what was the memorable meals?
1: Uh, I mean, I remember uh, I know it's from the chef's table. I Remember like Ivan ramen. I don't know the ramen. Um, we were staying in the East Village, and yeah, there was a... I remember we landed, we'd been in Mexico, and then we just flew up and, you know, landed and, you know, been travelling a long time, and it was kind of just, like, not for something we really stumbled on, I was aware of it, you know, just through, you know, something on Netflix that I liked. I was like, oh. we ended up, we were actually staying in the apartments above, uh, whereas venue was, like, in the East Village, so, um, yeah, it was um, unreal, like, unreal, just, like, just simple, just, no you know, ramen, and super, super tasty super, super tasty and you know just things like that you know you go to Korea town over there and just everything's so young and yeah you can't really go wrong you know yeah. it's a, you know, a bit like Melbourne sort of food everything's so diverse it's something different and everything's tasty everything's tasty you know. I feel like go. Mexico
0: would have been really good too yeah, yeah. Mexico
1: it great yeah 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 absolutely
0: and then, um, and then you went to Europe as well yes, yes. but had you already travelled a bit in Europe
1: before you not so much I mean yeah, leaving at 19 like, I didn't really yeah. leave uh yeah, I didn't really sort of holiday much as a youngster. Like, it was more, you know, I think I went to France, like, with a school trip yeah. and, like, something like that. Like, yeah. you know, but, yeah, I didn't sort of, you know, you know, i finished school at 16 and, then you know, did more training things like that. And it so, it was quite a big step, oh, I want to come to Australia, like, get away from, you know, small town and sort of see the big world. And, yeah, yeah, yeah that was sort mm-hmm. of the idea, but not much of a travel for Europe. I
0: guess it's good then going once you've got your career underway as well, because then you're probably really looking out for certain things in the food as well.
1: Absolutely, absolutely,
0: yeah. Are there any things that you've you've taken from various travels that you use now, or that you have used? Mm,
1: Not really overseas, I mean, it's more, you know, I think it's sort of the Melbourne food scene, it's more sort of, that's where I sort of take more inspiration from, you know, it's just so diverse and, yeah, I think it's sort of tough. You know, when you're sort of travelling as well, you're not looking for, you know, fine dining venues. You're looking no, that's for right. oh, yeah, 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 you're sort yeah. of looking, oh, I know what's sort of within budget cheap eats type thing. That's something interesting, something cool. Um, yeah, I definitely feel, it's quite easy to relate to sort of the Melbourne food and sort of get my head around that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, nothing nothing sort of sticks out, nothing sort of sticks out. Mostly,
0: yeah. I feel like the markets in Europe are really amazing, mm. um, and I mean I know they are here as well, mm. but I do feel as though chefs have access to much um, better product than just the ordinary people do. I think, um, you <laughs> yeah. know, your suppliers and, you know, I know I was speaking to someone the other day um, about having a relationship with a farm, and I think, mm. you know that's, mm. I envy that because I do think I lived in the south of France for a year and the markets there Fantastic. were just amazing and just the produce was incredible. You know, tomatoes, mm. it really tasted like tomatoes. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's very hard for an ordinary person to buy tomatoes, but I feel like that perhaps yes, you do have access yeah. to heirloom and amazing ones. Yeah, Is absolutely, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's almost come to sort of second nature, sort of. Yeah, I see. And their produce, you know, you talk about tomatoes that have never been in the fridge before. You know, they've, they've been picked, they've been packaged and sent to the venue. And that's, you know, and you know, we talk when we're at Supernormal. We talk, about, well, you know, this was in the ground yesterday. You know, this was, you know, this was picked last night, driven from, you know, two hours away, and you know, brought here, which is, uh, yeah, really inspiring, really, really cool. And you know, you don't want to do much to food like that. You just want to get it on the plate as quick as possible. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think I think it's probably. Changing for the better. I think he, you know, trying to get more access for, I so people that are interested in food, not just chefs. You know what I mean? You know, it's um, yeah. I feel like COVID sort of brought a bit of that. You know what I mean? There's sort of the, uh, you know, the sort of organic food markets. They'd sort of do those. Um, farm packs or things like you know, that. farm shops, Yeah. yeah. Right. So I think it's, people, you know, care about, the thing producing, I think, their produce, you know, I think more than they did in the past, I think. Yeah. You know I mean? And so, um, when
0: was your first head chef role?
1: Uh, I don't know, I suppose it was really, I suppose with this group, I mean, you know, I was working, like, for Supernormal super trade house group for five years. So I started as a commie chef and went my up to sous chef. Wow. In terms of day-to-day running, you sort of the classic head chef, I suppose, sort of the you know day-to-day involvement of the, the kitchen, um, leadership running services, things like that, so they always sort of describe, you know, anything Junior suit up there, a so head chef, any other venue, but oh. sort of this, I suppose this is sort of my first real title, title head chef role, I think, yeah, yeah, the, within this group. And it's yeah.
0: interesting you mentioned leadership, did, did that come naturally to you, leading a team? Uh,
1: yes and no, I mean... You know, as a child, I do like team sports and things like that, and I'd, you know, I'd, you captain things, things like, because I suppose I'm just quite loud and you know, quite passionate. I think sometimes So, sort of, it's quite easy, to so I'd yeah, give it to the loudest person or things like that. <laughs> it's quite funny, but um, yeah, I think yeah, leadership means a lot of different things, and I think the the keys are just to you know, see what sort of motivates people and you know, not communicating with different people, um, in different ways. You know, I think early in my career, you know, I sort of I know listen to what I say, oh, people, you know, you've got to, you know, you got to be not aggressive, not docile, you know, just assertive, you know what I mean, and that, yeah, that to an extent works for some people, you know, react in a different way to that. Some people need this, some people need an arm around the shoulder. I think it's, uh, that's where I sort of think of leadership, you know what I mean? I think of the, you know, the best leaders I've had. It's definitely personality, you know, definitely personality that I sort of relate to more. And then obviously like the skill set and things like that, you know, how talented they are as a cook and things like that really comes into it. But yeah, yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's, it's always a work in progress. I think you can always sort of improve, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Mm. And so um, this is new. Yes, uh, correct. How long has it been open?
1: Uh, we opened in middle of December last okay. year. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so just over three months.
0: Yeah. Refresh. I was going to say it's new, but it is old. It's 169 correct. years old, is correct. That right? Yeah, 1854. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's been um, for a few remounts, yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: it has, but it's lovely, isn't it? Like, really
1: yeah, good. yeah, yeah. A lot of, uh, yeah, really cool spaces and, yeah, yeah, I mean, like the two floors. I and mean, so, yeah, a lot of, you know, good opportunities for functions and things like that, which were... And so I'd that's good
0: push. too, because I was going to say, the food at super normal, is quite elevated and, yes. and exciting. And yeah, you absolutely. have the possibility of doing that here as well, because you've got yes. more pub food and then it's a different
1: yeah. level. What's that? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it's sort of, yeah, I don't mean to, you know, dumb it down, but, yeah, it's essentially, yeah, sort of focus on the pub classic, but you sort of have to have any, you know, you've got to have a solid parma, you've got to have a solid you know, burger and chips, you've got to have solid fish and chips, you know what I mean, just the staples that you'd expect from any sort of pub, you know what I mean, there's no reason that they can just, you know, be a bog standard. you can use, you know, beautiful free-range chicken, you can use, um, the best pro- possible produce you can to put this on the plate, which we're definitely focusing on, um, alongside that, sort of, you know, the public bar menu, we also have elevated, you know, dishes, um, uh, things that sort of you know inspired you know uh, buffalo mozzarella dishes and raw dishes so still trying to keep it approachable i think that's really really key to um uh what we're trying to do here in terms of customers you, you know it needs to be approachable it needs to be um uh, relatable you know what i mean if you can't put something on the the menu i haven't heard of this i don't know what this is i find um it won't sell you know, yeah to be honest um well uh, so yeah i suppose it's Somewhat re-education, I suppose, not in a, not in a sort of arrogant way, but you know, just sort of, oh, trying to try this, and you know, just give it a try. You're curious about this, give it a try. So you think, and you know what I mean. That's the sort of the goal here, trying to sort of. Do. Would that
0: be a seasonal menu? As well? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, changing things around. And
0: um, and what's happening with the season? are You still on like a because I feel like this late summer, the tomatoes hmm. are still going. Correct. Now. Someone yes. just told me the other night that that they can't move on to the autumn menu yet because yeah, it's there's still all this produces. yeah so yeah
1: exactly it. yeah yeah i mean yeah tomatoes are you know tomatoes are a real staple you know we have them you know i think they came in really late this year you know it's sort of december before the sort of the victorian tomatoes came in and but yeah they're still coming you know the stuff came in today it was beautiful you know beautiful really you know blue fried and yeah it's still hot you know what i mean so i you sort of think like what i'd like to be eating you know say like today you know what i mean um so yeah i'd yeah, have some what ideas. you like to be eating? <laughs> yeah, I mean... What on the menu? You mean? Nah, seafood pasta. Recipe? Yeah, oh, I yeah, really like seafood pasta. Uh, yeah. fresh spanner crab from mm-hmm. Queensland, um, diamond shell clams from New Zealand. Um, just, you know, like, oil-based sort of oh, nice. pasta. Yeah, on, like, just creamy, super, super yeah. fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah super good. fresh. Um, fresh tomatoes, you know. Uh, I really, really like the uh, grain salad we're doing at the moment with um, heirloom carrots, uh, maple roasted, um... Tahini yoghurt, so nice and vegan, you know, vegan friendly, um, watermelon radish, just some colour, some texture, so things like that, just light and fresh dishes, you know, like lots of share style, um, you know, so thinking sort of to that sort of super you know, everything sort of shared, or we don't sort of do the half portion type thing, but, you know, if you want to have a three or four dishes, you sort of do that and taste, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you were saying before that you are really inspired by um, by Melbourne and and the, and the food scene here. Uh, are the other what else do you do for? I mean, obviously this what's available seasonally, but do yeah. you have cookbooks or do you look online? What, what are the yeah. other sources of inspiration?
1: Yeah, I suppose yeah, it's all you just sort of take from everywhere, really. You know, there's not sort of. Um, okay. Yeah, it's definitely peers. I think, you know, like Melbourne, not just Melbourne, Sydney, Australia wide, you know. Um, you know, Sydney's doing some really cool things. We went on holiday. You're, you know, it's funny when you go on holiday, you seem to dine out a bit more, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a sort of natural. So, you know, me and my partner are up there, you know, late last year, you go to wine bars to see what they're doing, and it's, you know, really interesting. Um, it's, yeah, it's just like cooking for family and things like that, to be honest. I really enjoy, you know, Easter and Christmas, you know what I mean? Coming over here on my own. Uh meeting my partner, she has a massive family, you know what I mean? her grandparents still around, nieces, nephews, you know, Christmas is 20, 25 of us and it's inspiring to sort of I think uh just cooking for that, cooking for the family and uh you know, just doing what I want to just trust you know, the menu and things like that. You're like, oh you know, so we'll do, you know, Easter is coming around this year, we'll, we'll do something. Um you know, and it's. I think mean, that's inspiring. Just you know, getting people together, cooking, and it you know it just makes me sort of think. Oh yeah, I can try this, and something that might not be, you know, right in that sort of setting, we can involve and put something on the menu. You know what I mean? And that's that's sort of inspiration. You know, keeps me sort of humble and cooking. And you know, it's it's funny. My partner's my biggest critic. So yeah, it's always funny, <laughs> so, yeah, it's always. So <laughs> things fire. What about if we try this? Or do you want to have this for Easter this year? Oh no, I don't like that protein. or, So yeah, she's um. She's pretty fun. That
0: okay. <laughs> oh, keeps you on straight. Yes. There, it? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. So you might not know the answer to
0: this because you're in the kitchen, but mm. who, uh, um, are there locals here or is it a, is it a bit more um, touristy? Who's coming it's yeah, it's to... a bit of a
1: mixed bag. There's definitely a sort of corporate, you know, there's so much office space oh, around. Yeah. 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 So it's like, yeah, Monday to Friday trade's great. Um, mm. Yeah. Particularly lunch, so in and out. Um but yeah, it's sort of people, you know, corporate people and then people, you know, in and out coming down from Sydney for for the week, you know, they're staying in a hotel and all times that, which I've yeah. been told. But yeah, it's sort of the to be honest, yeah, the weekend trade we're trying to push, you know, events and things like that, but it's yeah, we've got a couple birthdays and things happening this weekend. Which is great because we've got the space and yeah. you know, it's good in the function menus and stuff. But yeah, it's more Clientele base, but there's, I mean, there's so many locals we should just sort of promote and try yeah. to grow, and you know, community-based venue is What we want to be, you know, there's so many sort of great pubs around here, so yes. I just want to sort of add to that and you know, be as good as it can be. You know,
0: beautiful. And just for a final question, given that you have had a few years in the in the in the game, mm. what would your advice be to someone, a young person who was thinking about becoming a chef? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I would
1: say. You know, if you're thinking of becoming a you're just starting out of your career, i think really sort of have a think what sort of chef you want to be, you know, have a think. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of moving parts to hospitality, there's a lot of moving parts to the industry. I think it's um really important to sort of take the bigger picture, even as a young person, you know, like I said before, the um you know, the the best chefs I work with, the the personalities, the most important thing, the you know, the attitude. Um, and, you know, they may not be the best chef, but they have, you no know, well-rounded skill sets, you know, in the kitchen, um, in terms of leadership, in terms of communication. And, you know, there's so many operational sides to uh, a restaurant um, that, you know, people from outside the industry won't be aware of, you know, the actual product that ends up the plate, you know what I mean? Um, I think just uh, try and take in as much as you can from everyone around you, not just your mentors, from your line cooks, from... Everyone has a different food experience and everyone there's so much to learn and it's such a dynamic industry. There's always something evolving, there's something changing. It's, um, and that's sort of the best advice I'd give for someone thinking about or starting out in their career, you know what I mean? You know, and, you know, just take on as much as you can, you know what I mean? Like that's the sort of best thing to, best thing I would say. Perfect.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Lord. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Conversation with a Chef with Lewis Bryce at Hotel South Melbourne. You can check out all the South Melbourne loveliness on Instagram at Hotel South Melbourne, or one word. And if you liked what you heard and want to hear about some other chefs, I'm on Instagram at Conversation with a Chef. You can read the chat at www.conversationwithachef.com and I would absolutely love it if you told a friend about my chats. And you can follow me on Apple and Spotify podcasts. Once again, thanks for listening and have a great day.